Greetings. Welcome to the Empowered Womb Healing Podcast. I am your host, women's wellness coach, doctorate of natural medicine, and doula, Odessa Thornhill. I've been working as a healer for almost 20 years. I offer natural holistic support to those who suffer from irregular and abnormal cycles, hormone imbalance, and chronic womb health conditions. I help my clients achieve concrete transformational results and vibrant health, mind, body, soul, and womb without the feeling of overwhelm from DIY holistic medicine. Each episode, I'm going to talk about different strategies and ways of thinking I believe each woman needs to have in place and be functioning from to be able to empower her self-care and feminine healing journey to cultivate and manifest a life of love, joy, peace, and happiness as a way of life not just a passing dream. Odessa here, womb wellness coach. I wanted to talk with you today about um, prioritizing your health. Do you prioritize the right amount of time for your womb health? So in my previous lives, I was talking about Uh, natural healing, being attracted to natural wellness and uh, womb wellness. And one of the things that came up was the desire to help, right? Based off of experiences that you've had, be them traumatized or, you know, very nourishing when it comes to your reproductive health, your womb wellness. And, um, you know, healers usually have a deep desire to be of service, right? Like you might notice that, you know, you want to help others, you want to be supportive, you always have an answer, or you're looking for a solution, you know, you want to help create more ease, uh, remove obstruction, you know, to make sure that people experience a better, you know, whatever circumstance they're in. The thing about this is from the perspective of a woman, from, a, you know, a womb carrier, um, an egg carrier, from, you know, from my experience, um, women in service are taught to be victims and martyrs, right? So the idea of service and how it looks is coming from a place of subjective you know, experiences of, you know, like feeling as though you have to give, but maybe not wanting to, or, you know, putting out more than you should. And so I I just want to, you know, ask that question about boundaries, you know, and what does that look like? Because being able to give and being able to offer um, is important, but how much are you giving, right? And when you're giving from a place that isn't safe, then your boundaries um, are crossed. And so you're you're now in a place of um, living dangerously and giving dangerously because then, you know, there's this expectation that might be there, um, this contempt that might be built up, um, you know, or, or whatever other possibly negative things that can come from this. And so I just want to kind of bring this to the attention, right? Healers usually have a deep desire to be of service, but healers also or people who who want to be of service usually also have some kind of a relationship with martyrdom and victimhood right and so once again this is connecting us to boundaries and you know your your ability to give right and your ability to be available and so when you're giving from that place right you're using your heart energy wrong 
you know, like we offer our energy to people. Sometimes people take our energy without asking. Sometimes the same thing happens for entities or places, right? And so when you become more aware of how you use your energy, you yourself, this creates a different um, energetic field around you, inside and around you. And, and then people begin to understand um, Yes, sorry. People begin to understand um, more of, of your enforced space. So um, this is wrong in terms of, you know, coming to this level of service from victimhood and martyrdom, because what happens is you begin overgiving, as I'm saying. And I like to use the examples like within um, traditional Chinese medicine, um, we talk about false heat and false cold, right? So you can be extremely hot or you can be experiencing heat, right? And, and, and let's describe it as a, uh, an influx, right? A, a crescendo of, um, you know, a building up of heat or just like, you know, a presence of a lot of heat. Okay. So you can be experiencing a lot of heat and you can, and it can be happening because like there's an inflammation, right? And so boom, you're hitting everything is like, boom, boom, boom. And so this is the kind of heat that you're experiencing, right? You can be experiencing a heat because there's a deficiency, right? Of matter to hold the heat in. Right. So you can be displaying a false heat. You can say, yeah, I'm hot. I'm experiencing a heat, but it's not because there's a fullness, but because there's a deficiency, there's a depletion. Right. And so this is a different way of looking at um, at, at, at your liberty and how you're living. And so when we're looking at overgiving. I'm wondering if that was the best example to give. But when you're looking at overgiving, if you're overgiving from that place of deficiency, right? And so you're going, you have the energy, you're making the moves, you're helping your community, your family, your friends, your loved ones, your work, you're giving time, you're, you know what I mean? Being considerate to everyone, but you're not, you, you yourself, right, are running thin. You're running like, you know, really exhausted and tired, you know, like what is the quality of that, right? right? Like that level of performance isn't at your best. You may be giving at the best because of the condition that you're in, but that's not your personal best. So right there, your mindset is keeping you out of the winning game, right? And so if you're giving from a place of feeling full, and that's why I realized I should have gone over my example. I should have created this example before. But if you're giving from a place of full, feeling full, right? Like you're, the, the fullness is there, the spirit is there, the matter is there, and everything is working and we're going and we're giving. You're only giving from your overflow, right? So if you're giving from a place of experiencing your physical and your emotional and your mental and your present and you you know, and, and everything is going well and you're full, then you're only giving from your overflow. And your overflow is, you know, the best stuff that's always coming out. You know what I mean? The best stuff that you're always giving, right? So, you know, when we talk about, you know, wanting to be of service, 
and wanting to give to people, but giving from that place of needing to give, of needing to be of service, you know what I mean? Of needing to care for others before I care for myself. We have to check ourselves because it's a completely inappropriate approach to being of service and being a healer completely inappropriate. You do damage to yourself energetically and you do damage to your person or your people energetically as well as physically sometimes. Okay. So um, you want, you actually want to, you know, be in that place of being rejuvenated, refreshed and refueled and just knowing or feeling as though you're capable of, you know, going um, and stopping to take a break and going and stopping to take a break. Right. So like pushing through um, and doing all of the things because they need to get done, you know, is that like that's not the way um, because this also contributes to that example of false stability, of, you know, of false um, heat, you know what I mean, of of false presence that I was talking about before. And it just kind of reinforces that sacrificial lamb um, type of energy, you know what I mean? And and here you can end up falling, um, you know, trapped to what I call, you know, full moon gurus, you know, um, which ends up being like a very um, superficial uh, experience of spiritual bypassing that people go through, right? Like there's this desire, especially I'm talking about women and women who want to support other women, um, women who are experiencing their own reproductive health and have a community around them who um, they want to support. Um, you know, it's it's really it's it's really easy to. Um, like I'm saying, give, and then in the process of overgiving, look around to see what's there and then get caught up, you know, in what looks like, um, you know, this next best thing and this next movement. And I'm not saying that this work is not real or that it's not validated, but you're going to hear me talk often about spiritual bypassing. You're going to hear me talk often about, you know, um, sending energy into the light, but not dealing with the shadow and and the importance of that. Um, And and so, um, you know, we cannot, if we're going to do this kind of work, the reality is, is a certain level of self-work that has to be done, a certain level of self-care, a certain level of priority that you have to give to your being. And so, you know, this is what I'm here to talk about and to reinforce. This episode is brought to you by my signature program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Are you a doula, nurse, health practitioner, or healer? Are you living with unresolved reproductive health problems and want to understand deeply what's happening to your body? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my premium program, The Practitioner's Self-Care and Feminine Healing Training. Healing your mind, body, soul, and womb using my three-phase womb cleanse program not only helps you heal your hormones, it helps to set the stage for a healthy pregnancy, birth, healthy baby, and much more, as well as a more in-tuned, aligned, deep trust in your body. I created a quick womb health assessment to help you understand where the gaps are in your health and help offer direction on how you can move forward effectively on your journey. 
visit my website, Cultivate Your Own, and my social media pages, Cultivate Your Own Wellness, to book a next step call with me and gain access to this womb health assessment. Once you've completed the assessment, we will hop on a call and discuss further so I can understand what your needs are and if you're a great fit for my six-month program. And let me tell you, it really works. Visit Cultivate Your Own Wellness and join the practitioner self-care and feminine healing training today. And so, and so here you are thinking that you're giving, giving, giving to these people and you can't understand why they don't, fee- they don't seem fulfilled because they might be pulling and you don't know, or um, you just can't understand how come you haven't given, you know what I mean? And you don't feel satisfied, right? Because the boundaries are not there. And so what happens is that like, you know, there's a deeper level of contempt for the for service for being of service to people right because you're giving and you're not receiving what you expect right and this is always based off of you know why you're coming into this the perspective and the angle that you're coming into this with so sometimes there's a deeper level of contempt that's built there's a level of self-inflicted pain and illness that also develops right? Because, you know, you're going through the experience and then in that level of martyrdom, in that level of victimhood, you know, there's, you know, a lot of um, regurgitation, a lot of rumination, a lot of um, blame, right, that we're going through. And so um, it can be a a chronic mess, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm talking about more on the uh, extreme sides of it, right? And this is just the realness. Like, when I do this work, when I work with people when I do it on myself like this is just the deep work that I do and it isn't a conversation that you know people are often prepared or even equipped to have right so you can develop a level of contempt there's a level of self-inflicted pain and chronic illness because of the state that you're in if you've heard me have conversation before about you know illness and how it manifests emotionally mentally physically and spiritually well that's what happens you know sometimes you tune into a frequency like you only listen to this particular radio station but this particular radio station is attuned to something that is throwing you off And you are comfortable in that because that's what you know and you're living with that and you're living from there and it's creating illness for you. Like this this illness is slowly developing. You know, you're you're, you're leaning a little bit more and then now you begin limping a little bit more and then you're finding a lump in the area. You know what I mean? Like it it all begins from something and it develops itself. And so um, when, when we recognize the cycles that we put ourselves in and then it's like, okay, like let me not you know, do this work and be superficial about it. You know what I mean? Let me not, you know, think that I can fake the funk. Let me, you know, not be the shoemaker with no shoes. You know, let me give myself the time that is required for me to feel rejuvenated. Because let me tell you something, you know, it's easy to take a moment to rest and get up and jump and do something else, right? And it's a completely different thing to have 
you know, a process set out for you with the tools and the time schedules and the power periods and the downtimes, right? Like just like there's so many different ways to approach this. And this is not just with the four phases, um, you know, for those who are familiar with my work, the, the menstrual cycle, right? But we go really, really deep into understanding this because it's important that you know the cycles that you're working with. It's important that you know how to help yourself. It's important that you know how to avoid burnout. It's important that you learn your own medicine, right? Like everybody has their own medicine. You know, we have this conversation sometimes within the wellness community, but also I've noticed with doctors, we'll have the conversation as well. It's like, you know, you have, you know, many clients with, you know, this illness that can seem the same, um, but this medication is not going to work for the next client. And so you have to try a different combination. You have to try a different approach. You have to try a different modality, right? And so everyone everyone has their own medicine based off of their constitution, based off of, you know, how, you know, their body works. And so by you knowing this, by you being aware of what your medicine is, by you understanding, you know, what you should and shouldn't take, how you should take it, when you should take it, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, being able to address your own medicine, your own health issues, this gives you the opportunity to really um, give to those around you, right? Like really give from that place of having done the work. So when they have questions or, you know, looking for more um, insights, uh, you, you know, it isn't just something that you've theoretically um, read, you know what I mean? Or think, you know, as a healer who's moving from a state of deficiency, you know what I mean? You want to be the person who is filled, you know, and robust and giving from that overflow, right? So um, just, you know, like, let's let, let's let us let that mentality go, you know? Um, what I have been doing uh, over the last... Uh, couple of weeks is uh, preparing and developing um, the different phases within my practitioner self-care and feminine healing training. And I am so excited um, about this iteration of my work. Um, I know that uh, many are familiar with the fertility work that I do. Um, which is still uh, there uh, and it exists uh, in the capacity that it has. But nowadays I have decided that it is time to have a conversation about women in wellness, uh, women who want to get into wellness. Um, so doulas, uh, healthcare practitioners, healers of any kind who are looking to navigate their own self-care as well as support the women in their community through reproductive wellness, through wellness, through feminine energy, through alternative medicine, without having to do the numerous DIY trainings, because there are so many trainings out there on what to eat, and then the next one on aromatherapy, and then the next one on the, you know, on the steaming, and the next one on the mood. And so I have combined everything together um, in this program to create a comprehensive um package, uh, a comprehensive experience. This is not a course. This is a coaching program. I've created this coaching program to give 
practitioners um, and therapists um, and, uh, you know, healers, an immersive experience um, into how their own level of care should be at the forefront and what they can do. So we talk about... Um, you know, self-compassion, self-awareness, and uh, body autonomy and confidence. And the reason why this came up was because a lot of, you know, women I have been speaking with are talking about feeling stuck, um, are talking about experiencing imposter syndrome, um, are talking about feeling helpful, um, but not necessarily feeling useful. Uh, and this wisdom was taken away. Um, you know, you've heard me mention this before, beautiful wind coming in. Uh, this medicine was taken away. And, and so the perspective that women have of themselves, the perspective that women have of their body um, kind of leaves us in a bit of a, a twisted knot of what to do and what not to do based off of what we're told and what we're given. And so um, this work is about getting women to embody themselves, getting women to experience this work so that it can influence whatever it is that they're doing. Whether they're choosing to go back and work with women, um, it's going to influence your everyday regular work, but also and especially specifically if you're working with women and you're looking for more avenues to communicate with them, you're looking for more tools to be able to impart on them when they're asking you questions because you have a feeling that there's more to uh, medicine that is out there. You have a feeling that there's something else that you can offer the person, the people that you are servicing. And so um, this is what um, I'm going to be offering um, in the program. And I just like wrote down here that the main things, right, um, that we focus on within the three phases, and we just kind of go deeper, we break those three down into nine, uh, well, six and then nine, but, um, you know, looking at self-compassion, right? Like as you understand where you are, how you got there, you know, what tools you have, what tools you're missing um, and, and what you need to, and how you're going to acquire them and to address them, right? Address um, and how you're going to use them. Um, you know, the awareness uh, of what exactly is going on, you know, and what it is that you need to be doing um, and how to respond and different ways to respond, different ways to reprogram your mind, different ways to reprogram your hormonal system, different ways to interact and interface with the environment around you using the MAP system. Um, and then there's the body confidence and autonomy. And through this, this is really important. I don't know, especially if you've been keeping abreast of the news, there's been a lot of conversation around, um, you know, uh, parents being separated from their children in the hospital, pregnant women who are being separated from their children, or just women going into the hospital not feeling as though they have the ability to speak up for themselves or have the confidence to have the conversation with their primary caregiver in a way that leaves them feeling, you know, in charge, um, you know, uh, fully, um, you know, I wouldn't say the word satiated, but satisfied. 
with how that appointment went. And so, you know, through self-exploration, through therapeutic movement, therapeutic touch, through, um, you know, guided meditation, but also through understanding the law and understanding your rights as a sovereign being, as an individual, and knowing what law is. And so bringing all of these things together so that you can move forward into the world feeling as though you are, um, you know, equipped. That's what we are going to be walking through in the six months of this program. Um, and so if this is something that you are interested in, you'd like to get a little bit more information about, I want to invite you to please go to the link in my bio. And I would like for you to <clears throat> book a suitability call with me. And um, when you book your call, you'll get a womb health assessment and in that womb health assessment, you're going to be able to understand where the gaps are on your journey, what you, where you are, and what things are missing uh, for you to be able to move forward and get the kind of results you're looking for in your practice and also in your own uh, life. And so that is all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to share with you. You know, really take time and think about what kind of time are you giving to yourself? How are you prioritizing your own? womb care, your own self-care. Okay. And uh, y'all, I'm going to be back again. And uh, I invite you to share hashtag replay, um, you know, just come back again. Take care. Bye-bye. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone else. Get up off your bed and walk. Your time is now, so don't be fooled. I see you questioning the simple sign. Step out of line, it's time to move. Hey, 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 oh. Be inspired to do for yourself what you would do for someone. Else.